Welcome to the Anod Wright audio blog. Your voiceover diva is Dr. Donna Oriolo. Please note that the information found in this and other blog posts is a matter of researched opinion. Direct your concerns or questions to questions at anodwright.com. Direct your comments to the comment section and share on social media using the hashtag AnodWrightSpeaks. Warning, content on the audio blog may be different from the written blog. My thoughts too fast and my mouth too quick. Sorry, not sorry. We are feeling so official over here. You can now catch us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Apple News Channel, and of course, anodwrite.com. Check your favorite space and subscribe. Leaving some feedback wouldn't be unwelcome either. Hey, hey, y'all. This week's blog post is called, Do You Even Love You? The Prerequisites to a Successful Relationship by yours truly, Dr. Donna Oriowo. On this beautiful second day of August, Scorpio season is fast approaching, y'all. 2018. A couple of weeks ago, I asked a question on the Anod Wright Instagram account and on my personal Facebook page. The response was overwhelming in one direction. The question was, is self-love a prerequisite for a good, successful relationship? The question is pretty self-explanatory, but what I'm asking is, can you have a successful relationship if you don't love yourself? Can you be in a successful relationship with someone else? Now, I have to throw the emphasis on successful because I know if we really wanted to, I'm sure that we could all find ourselves in any relationship. But just because you've got somebody doesn't mean they are the person for you, nor does it make the relationship good or successful. Now, how we define success within the context of a relationship will vary. For me, you're a resident, well, Washington, D.C. metro area, sex and relationship therapist. A successful relationship is one where you have parameters of expectations that are being met, where you can have an argument or disagreement that doesn't lead to physical violence or other abusive sanctions, where there is an agreement on the goal of the relationship and steady progress toward that goal at a pace that is satisfactory to all the parties involved. A successful relationship does not necessarily need love, but love can be a factor. A successful relationship does not necessarily need sex, but both parties should ultimately be satisfied with the sex life they have or have a plan to move toward their desired hashtag sex goals. Basically, that is to say there should be successful communication, respect for self and partner or partners and safety to be you, be vulnerable to have your needs met. In theory, it sounds really simple to have a successful relationship. In practice, it's a little more tricky. Someone's needs may not be getting met. You might get to a space where you're faking your relationship enjoyment, you know, for the gram. The communication might be truly dead, or you may be wondering often if this is even the right relationship for you. I get it. I see it in the therapy room with couples and individuals. People are wondering if they are in the right relationship, if they will ever be in a relationship or why their relationship dissolved the way it did. But through many of those questions, clients I've met with, people I've talked to, 
folks who have slid into my DMs or cornered me to speak more at length when they found out that I was a sex and relationship therapist, one thing almost always remains constant. If you don't love you, your relationship isn't likely to be successful. Yep, I said it. The answer to the question I asked was overwhelmingly that you gotta love you first before anyone can love you successfully. I know it's not an answer that some folk wanna hear. What we wanna hear is that it is possible to love someone past the pain or that someone can love us enough for the both of us or that the love this person gives us will make us whole. But look at those seemingly sweet adages again. We are literally looking for someone that will drain themselves as they pour into us what we don't have for ourselves. You are asking for someone to do for you what you don't have the capacity to do for yourself and ultimately that you don't have the capacity to do in return. It will always be a lopsided situation. You can only love your you can only love others to the capacity of which you are able. Think of it this way. If love is a 100% notion that you give and receive, but your capacity for self-love is at 50%, then you can only love at 50%. Where the hell are you getting the other 50% from to give to someone else? And on top of that, not only are you able to only give what you have, you will only be able to accept their love at the level of your own understanding. Meaning that they can love you at their 100% all they want, but you will only be able to accept at your current capacity, 50%. Please note that you can still be in a loving relationship with lopsided capacities, but you need to be clear on that communicate about it and have a plan to grow individually and ultimately together. But there are other things to consider when it comes to why self-love is a prerequisite for a good and successful relationship. Here are seven main answers that came up from my query. One, if you don't love yourself, you will accept less than you deserve. Two, you are more likely to accept an abusive relationship in the name of that love. Three, when you don't love yourself, you are more likely to look for others who you feel have what you lack to fill the void. Four, you're more likely to run yourself into the ground from not taking care of you because you are more focused on how you can take care of others. Does that sound familiar, Superwoman? Five, lack of self-knowledge and self-love can lead to the acceptance of toxic relationships or less than what you want or deserve. Additionally, how can you know what you want without loving and knowing yourself first? Six, you cannot teach someone how to love you if you don't love you first. And seven, when you don't love yourself, any relationship looks good because it will validate that you are worthy of love from someone. So now you know. You have a mix of my answers and the answers of others. It might not be easy to see or hear or do, but I want you to consider the relationship that you're in. Not just the one with your significant other, 
but also the one you are in with yourself, your friends, and your family. Does it feel good for you to be in that relationship? Is it fulfilling and affirming? Because I want you to consider that what we have already said about romantic relationships holds true for other relationships. If your friends and family do not like or love themselves, they damn sure are not going to encourage you to like or love yourself. They don't have the capacity for it. They won't know how to support it in a non-hurtful, life-affirming, damn you wonderful way. They could teach you how to get accolades and how to earn various achievements, etc., to show others your worth through the pursuit of money or jobs or awards. But your worth is not in stuff. It is inherently in you. There is more than enough of it, and it will always make you capital G great. How can you start loving on yourself? Number one, you can appreciate and give gratitude daily for the things that you like or even love about yourself. I am definitely a supporter of the gratitude jar. Number two, learn more about you, the good, the bad, the ugly, and how to accept all the pieces of who you are. There is a pretty good book to get you started. It's called All About Me. You can find it in the self the self-help section of the Anod Right Amazon page. Number three, affirm yourself. I know it sounds cheesy, but affirmations actually do help. How? Because you are actually saying aloud something that can help to change your inner narrative about yourself. If you really check, I bet you're pretty mean or harsh to yourself. I'm even more willing to bet that you wouldn't talk to others in the same way that you berate yourself. Affirmations can help with even that. And yes, there is a book or two on the Anod Right Amazon page to get you started. And number four, therapy. I know you didn't really want to hear it, but you and I both know that I was not about to let this one go. Have a therapist that can help see you through this, through dealing with the underlying issues, which can help with affirming, appreciating, and loving on you in a, into your fullest capacity. They can help, I promise. If you want to see about my schedule, you can do that. If you want to see who else is out there who can help to affirm you, there is a whole website of black therapists on Therapy for Black Girls. Let's start this journey. Radical self-love is truly in direct opposition of what some people will ever want for you. Because with that self-love comes your power and your ability to truly live your best life with your chosen partner or partners. All right, y'all, that's it for this week. As ever, do feel free to click that subscribe button on Instagram, on on, uh, Apple Podcasts, on Apple News, and of course, right here on anodright.com. I hope to hear from you guys. So check me in the comments. If you agree, if you disagree, whatever it is, place it in the comments. All right, y'all. Till next time. I'm out.